before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. Who has the milk and apples? Who has the milk and Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Animal Farm. The date today is Thursday, May 15th, 2008. My name is Ben Miller, and I'm chilling here with my fellow activist, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Pius, our third radio host who speaks through sound clips. Hello. We've got another great show for everybody tonight. We've got a lot of great clips, uh, some major news coming out. We've also got some show news, as well as your phone calls and that infamous animal farm analysis on the world. Straight ahead, you are on the farm. Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Tyranny getting you down, folks. New World Order got you on the run. But don't fret, you got the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. I can feel the anticipation for our first set of articles, Ben. I can just feel it out there. <laughs> Everybody's waiting. Before we get to it, though, we have a follow-up. The boy, the uh, South Florida boy, who was accused of grand theft order for stealing his grandmother's SUV, is now facing uh, assault charges. He, uh, This is unbelievable. What a menace. <laughs> Seven-year-old South Florida boy facing Grand Theft Auto charges is now accused of beating up his grandmother at a Walmart after <laughs> after a dispute over chicken wings. Ben, how old? Chicken wings, and I can't get up. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah this is seven-year-old boy. Uh, Vakita Stratford told WPBS. How is a seven-year-old seven boy going to be? I mean, if nothing else, he's an overachiever. He can drive. And he can beat up his grandmother. I mean, he's wow. seven years old, but this is they grow so fast. I guess he really is a menace. You know, we were kind of defending him, like ah, you know, he was just going out for joy. This is a menace <laughs> to society. Bastard, huh? Over chicken wings, Vakita Stratford. Yeah, uh, Vakita Stratford told WPBF TV in Palm Beach, Florida, that her grandson uh, beat, beat her up Monday after he ordered chicken wings without her permission at a Lake Park Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> 
she says she went to go on to say uh, he just started hitting me just started hitting me in front of the whole Walmart store, she told the station. Everyone in there was upset. Last month, a child was arrested after taking Stratford's Dodge Durango for an eight-minute joyride that left mailboxes smashed and parked cars and signposts hit. Uh, the boy told the station that he took the sport utility vehicle for a spin because it's fun. It's fun to do bad things, he says. So, yes, he is a menace to society, <laughs> I would say, uh... Time for some correction. We'll see on Springer in the next. We, yeah. Year. So yeah, we actually have a clip from that boy. Watch play it there, Pi. Oh, that woman got a mouth like an outboard motor all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, it doesn't get any crazier than that. And the boy also, Benny, the kid also went on to say he wanted to do hood rat stuff for his friend. Hood rats. Hood. I guess. Like, where do they get these ideas? Wow. Crazy. Uh, yeah, wow. this is stuff you just can't about. Moving on. That was the update. Uh, a Washington woman is accused of faking brain cancer to avoid work. Uh, I, would, I would suggest a career change immediately. When this is uh, Arlington, Washington, a former Washington state so social worker has been accused of faking brain cancer to avoid work. Theft charges were filed Tuesday against 40-year-old Sandra D. Martinez, formerly of Mount Lake Terrace, who was employed by the Department of Social and Health Services in Arlington. Uh, according to the investigators, Martinez presented fake letters that appear to be from doctors saying she had malignant brain tumors. How did she get caught? Oh, I, they, I, you know, that's to me, that's that's the secondary question. The question is, why? Why? I mean, what could make anybody do this? According to investigators, Martinez presented fake letters, again, that uh, that appeared uh, to be from real doctors. Prosecutors wrote that she received twenty one thousand dollars worth of paid leave and so there's the answer to my first question yeah. and took advantage of sick days donated by co-workers last year what a sick person incredible she must not like her job <sighs> yeah it's more than that prosecutors wrote that martinez came under scrutiny after using a neighbor's computer and leaving one of the letters on the printer so i guess everybody gets caught in the end and this is even more this is more of the animal farm flavor for you folks man visits mother's grave but finds his own already occupied beside her <laughs> you just can't what? make it up. Coleraine Township, Ohio, the southwest Ohio man who planned to be buried next to his mother, found someone else already in his grave. David L. Bingham. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I can't. I'm waiting I'm speechless. For, I'm waiting I'm speechless. to hear people laugh in the studio. David L. Bingham says someone who shares his name has taken over his final resting place in Coleraine Township. He said he had he hadn't visited his mother's grave since 2005. Uh, but was surprised to find someone had been buried next to her in 2006. Bingham <laughs> said the cemetery called it an error, <laughs> really, and offered to move his mother, the other David Bingham, or to have Bingham's uh, cremated ashes buried between them. Oh, God. He, <laughs> good offer, really. Great. He says uh, he rejected their options. I would expect that. The two David Binghams are not related. Coloring Township is about 20 miles northwest of Cincinnati. And finally, for my part of the crazy and unbelievable stuff that we do here at the beginning of the Animal Farm Radio Show, this was my favorite band, but I did save her for last, which is unlike me. The Snake Man Slithers Out of Prison Cell. Oh, I won't die to hear this. Vienna, Roy at Reuters here. A man has escaped from his Australian jail, uh, jail cell by squeezing through a food hatch in the door, police said on Wednesday. I'm not Holy kidding. Holy crap. A 19-year-old Kosovoan uh, who weighed less than 121 pounds was being held at the prison in Linz for entering the county illegally, the country illegally, excuse me. Police spokesman Alexander Niederweimer told APA News Agency. 
How he got uh, through two further doors or possibly over the prison wall is being investigated, said Nieder Weimer, calling the escapee a snake man. Wow. Can you? Thank you. I mean, that's Goodbye. impossible. I can't even believe They're it. They're a food shoot. What are they serving them? Whole turkey? Yeah, it's, you know, what is it, Thanksgiving every day or something? How could you, you know, food shoot is what? <laughs> Seven inches by three inches high? I mean, that's got to be that's a skinny man. <laughs> wow. Yeah. As for uh, my silly article. Go ahead, man. Yeah, uh, take it away. <laughs> drug, po- drug police insert camera in man's anus. Oops, wrong guy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, um... This was uh, from the Times Union, Albany, New York. Two years ago, Tron Clement stepped off a bus at the city's main terminal downtown. Clement, a black man, was carrying a backpack and coming from New York City. That may have been enough to pique the interest of the undercover sheriff's investigators scanning the crowd with their eyes. They cornered Clement and began peppering him with questions. He was quickly handcuffed and falsely arrested. He was taken to a station to be strip-searched and then to a hospital where doctors forcibly sedated him with a cocktail of power drug powerful drugs, including one that clouded his memory of the incident. A camera was inserted in his rectum. He was forced to vomit, and his blood and urine were tested for oh, and alcohol. God. Scans of his digestive system were performed using x-ray machines, according to the hospital records obtained by the Times Union. Oops is right. You can take me, but you will never take my bunghole. <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, anyway, Ben, after that, I mean, my head's spinning already tonight, but, uh, folks, if you haven't, we haven't actually brought this out yet, but we will not be doing Law or Live tonight. We are going to be moving Law or Live to Tuesday nights. Mm -hmm. Um, So, hopefully, we'll have, uh, we haven't mentioned our secret guests. Maybe we'll do that tonight, Ben, but Law or Live, I know everybody's cursing us out right now because it is, after all, America's favorite game show. It is. Um, I know many people tune in just for that specific reason, but don't, you know, if you you want to blame someone, blame Charles Ratner. I mean, don't blame. Me. Uh, <laughs> Tuesday night trial is two o three. No. Um, so anyway, folks, just a little bit of information there. Tuesday night's Laura Lie. Once again, the number to call in tonight five one two six four six nineteen eighty four. That's five one two six four six nineteen eighty four. Instant messages. AOL screen name Animal Farm Show. One word. Uh, love hearing from you. We've gotten some great emails over the past day. We're trying to keep up with all the emails and messages, folks. But uh, you guys are doing a great job, much better than we are. So hopefully we'll bring some of those things up. But, Ben, let's kick it off. We have a, a lot of news tonight and a lot of clips, like you said. All right. Jury clears photographer who refused to stop photographing an arrest. Oh, my God. This is uh, from Thomas Hawks' Digital Connection. It is a, it is a blog. Um, it's from the, the sources, sources of Houston Chronicle. <laughs> I was pleased today to see an article about a photographer, Nick Adams, being cleared by Galveston jury of misdemeanor charges of interfering with police photography and arrest at Mardi Gras celebration in 2007. God so, I, <laughs> so the fact that uh, somebody actually took this case is just amazing to me. Yeah. Uh, the fact that you know, he got arrested for pho- photographing, mean, that's just the new America that we live in. It's, you you know, it's freedom. It's yeah, freedom. Ben. It's freedom. You can't, you can't take photographs of police when they're... When they're God, I love freedom. Duty, so. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, photographs, California City now gets video surveillance fever, like so many cities in our great country are mm-hmm. getting this uh, London-based fever here. Richmond, California, taking a cue from surveillance camera-laden London, like I just said. This San Francisco Bay Area city is installing security camera systems for the police and at the port to reduce crime and to protect against, you named it, terrorism. This is what? Yeah, of course. The systems are being built and maintained by ADT. Oh, yeah, those are the guys who make the home systems. Mm -hmm. Uh, Known for its home burglar alarm systems and use a high-speed wireless mesh network. Clusters of video cameras transmit data to wireless radios, which then send it over a one-gigabit hack-haul feed 
say that a couple times fast, to servers in the port of Richmond Security Office and for the city to police headquarters and the dispatch center. Eventually, the video will be transmitted directly into Richmond police patrol cars. Hey, you know, take it for what you will. Uh, you know, whenever we hear about this, it's kind of a very bittersweet, usually more bitter than anything else. Yeah. Never mind this kind of police state news. What about their possible ban on smoking? Did you hear about this, Ben? Leave it up Your to San Francisco. Yeah, leave it up to San Francisco. I mean, of course, that, that would be the first place to do it. But yeah. they're actually thinking of banning um, pharmaceutical uh, pharmacies from selling cigarettes. Are you? I am not even kidding. Pius, I know, I know, Pius. This just obviously hurts Pius. Terrible. Right over there, buddy. No! No! <laughs> okay, no. get it all out. It's okay, Pius. Get it all no. out. It'll, it'll make you feel better. No! No! San Francisco is known for its cars. Walgreens for pharmacies. Now the city and its pharmacy chains are set to collide. The mayor here wants an ordinance banning them from selling cigarettes. His public health director urged him to push the measure. You go to pharmacies to get medicines to make you better. Therefore, it's the wrong message Boy, to sell. I just, I can't even That's help. Ridiculous. I just, yeah, I just can't help myself. Uh, I, I, let me just play it. Yeah. Let me just play the clip and then we'll comment. Tobacco. Most independent pharmacists agree tobacco has no place on their shelves. Where does that promote good health? Where is that being uh, a positive attitude towards good health? But cigarettes are legal, and stores like Walgreens and Rite Aid see themselves as a one-stop shop for customers. Walgreens says cigarettes make up an insignificant portion of its overall sales. What concerns them is how a ban would impact other sales. Because, of course, people who buy cigarettes will oftentimes pick up other products as well. Rite Aid have the same concern. Smokers like Jan Kanabi may pose a problem to the health of their sales. If they limit what I can get there, I may not shop there anymore. But it's the small number of independent pharmacies that sell tobacco that would feel the greatest pain. It's a small corner store. We've been here 20 years, and uh, taking cigarettes out of here would make it hard to be here another 20. If the city passes the ban, grocery stores and big box chains like Costco with pharmacies would be exempt. Walgreens says that's not fair. Some critics also see a contradiction by not pointing the finger at other health hazards like sugary foods and liquor. Supporters are ready for the debate. I think the big difference is that there is no safe amount of smoking. There's no safe amount of tobacco. Smokers these days have never had it so tough. San Francisco might make it tougher. Yeah, I mean, this is getting to the point. This is really, yeah, look, I'm all in favor of not allowing people to smoke in a dining area. I mean, it is annoying. I don't want to smell smoke if I'm eating food. Fine. Okay. But... Ben, it's getting to the point now where it's the government's going way overboard. And not only is it ridiculous because of the, the idea of you, know, you can't even buy cigarettes now, but think about it. This is where your tax dollars are going for, for people to think and to try to pass legislation to try to ban pharmacies from smoking. Like, that's going to solve anything. It may hurt the pharmacies, but you don't think people are going to be able to get cigarettes? Before you know it, Ben, they're going to be hijacking, uh, you know, trucks full of cigarettes like they are diesel trucks. It's crazy. It's sick. It's, it's unbelievable. Uh, what are we focusing on here? We're laughing because uh, the the person say, you know, you're supposed to go to a pharmacy to get things that are healthy for you. Yeah, okay, and that's the other contradiction. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Thank and you. this this article, this set of statistics that I found today that just came out, um, 
uh, covers statistics from uh, 2005, but it says more prescription drug deaths then, dot, 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 is the headline. Oh, forget it. It basically just goes over how many people died in 2005 from prescription drugs, 32,000, terrorism, 310, Anti-inflammatory stuff, 7,600. So 32,000 people die from prescription medication. Yep, yep. FDA-approved prescription medication. 26,347 died from car accidents. Okay. So it's more... It's more... It causes more death drug than, than getting to a car. Well, incredible. Homicide, 20,000 homicides. It's more... It's, it's just, well, you it know what? And on and on, you know? Let, let, let me add to that equation when we get back. Thinking about that half of Americans, there's a new study to come out that says half of Americans are on medication. Folks, well, more health news and so much more news in general when we get back on the Animal Farm radio show. Stay tuned. HempUSA.org is now offering free shipping worldwide to better serve our customers. Our goal is to get these fine hemp products to you in the least amount of time so you can enjoy what the powder seeds and oil can do for you. HempUSA.org has a warning that the U.S. food supplies are dangerously low, and we urge you to protect your family with hemp storable foods today. Tomorrow may be too late. Call 908-691-2608 or visit HempUSA.org. This incredible food source is loaded with enzymes so your body can digest the food you eat. And it creates an alkaline environment where cancer can't grow and parasites cannot live and brings funguses, viruses, and bacterial levels down and to a halt. Try our powder seeds and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or visit hempusa.org. If the body has the proper nutrition, it will heal itself. Ask yourself, why does our government not allow this crop to grow in the U.S.? This product is also great for pets and animals. Call 908-691-2608 or go to hempusa.org today. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts. Survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece, or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25 
$25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at mainmilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36 or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out mainmilitary.com. The freedom message waking up people everywhere. I'm Ron Paul, and you're listening to We the People Radio Network. Talking about the uh, the drug problem in this country, and it's uh, despite what most people would think after hearing drug problem, it's not people hooked on illicit drugs like PCP or marijuana or stuff like that. It's actually the drug problem with pharmaceutical drugs here. So we just went over this article here, the story that San Francisco now is deciding whether or not to ban the sale of cigarettes in pharmacies. Okay, fine, ridiculous, right? But Ben, no! you also dug up a story there where, well, actually, give, give me the numbers one more time so I don't misquote them, but I want to lead after that with something else. And, and make like a little bit of a connection here. Well, prescription drug deaths, 2005, 32,000, compared to illegal drug deaths, 17,000. So almost more than double. Almost, yeah, almost, it is double, yeah. Almost almost double from pharmaceutical drug deaths uh-huh. compared to crack, other, cocaine, crack heroin. cocaine and heroin. Okay, now if that doesn't scare you, what about this new study that came out of Time, Time.com? Half of Americans on medicine. For the first time, it appears that more than half of all insured Americans are taking prescription medicines regularly for, regularly for chronic health problems, the study shows. The most widely used drugs are those to lower high blood pressure and cholesterol. Problems often linked to heart disease, obesity, and diabetes. The numbers were gathered last year by Medco Health Solutions, Inc., which manages prescription benefits for about one in five Americans. This is a large study here. Uh, Experts say the data reflect not just worsening public health, but better medicines for chronic conditions and more aggressive treatment by doctors. For example, more people are now taking blood pressure and cholesterol-lowering medications because they need them, said Dr. Daniel W. Jones, president of the American Heart Association. In addition... Excuse me? Of course they need them, right? Because they always needed them, but now they do. In addition, there is uh, the pharmaceutical industry's relentless advertising with those factors unlikely to change. Doctors said the proportion of Americans on chronic medications can only grow. Now, I'm the last person that's got to tell anybody in this room or anybody listening. We've all been watching the tube and any any event on TV and any major network, they always have these drug commercials. Ben, I mean, we talked about the restless leg syndrome, you know, with this and, and every single possible condition that you could ever experience has a very serious prescription medication tied to it and of course the side effects are crazy and um Pius was just informing us before the break or during the break rather that the new celebrex ad is like two and a half minutes or two minutes you can check it out on youtube i don't want to play because we have so much to go over tonight but it's getting to the point now where they're actually kind of subliminally but almost with their own words they're comparing the death rates 
of <laughs> other drugs that do the same thing. They're saying, oh, this has the least amount of deaths. So it's, it's absolutely This is not pretty much the worst video ever made. And, yeah, <laughs> unless we forget what we covered about a week and a half, two weeks ago with the heparin deaths, how 80-plus Americans have died from heparin. And every time you look at any prescription meds coming from anywhere, it's always China. And Lou Dobbs covered it this time. Alarming new indications tonight. The Bush administration is more concerned about its relationship with communist China than the safety of American consumers. Again, the Food and Drug Administration is refusing to provide Congress with now the names of Chinese companies linked to that contaminated blood thinner heparin. Heparin from China, blamed for the deaths of 81 people in this country. Carrie Lee has our report. At least 81 people have died in the United States, and hundreds have gotten sick from contaminated blood thinner heparin. The raw materials in question came from China. Members of Congress requested a list of Chinese heparin suppliers from the Food and Drug Administration at a contentious hearing in late April. Can you tell us the top 12 Chinese companies that have produced contaminated HPI? Heparin HPI. I do know those 12 companies. However, I do not know whether that is public information. I'd be happy to provide that to the committee if the committee makes a request for that. I just requested. But two weeks later, the agency still has not handed over the information, citing confidentiality agreements. Before we turn over that information, we have to, of course, make sure that we can do our best to comply with our commitments to those countries with respect to confidentiality. We're working expeditiously to make the information available to Congress. Congressman Barb Stupak is leading the investigation. He says the FDA is protecting the wrong people. Yeah, once again, folks, this is out of Lou Dobbs. I can't play the whole thing. It's about a four-minute clip. And again, how many times do I got to say it? But, you know, we have to completely revolutionize the way we deal with drugs and the pharmaceutical industries in this country. It's a business, and it, there's people holding stock in these drugs and that's the problem right there. It, it, it's not like every every other product on the market. It's got to yeah. change immediately. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it makes, makes me friggin' sick. I can't believe this. You know, just the fact that people are dying and we can't even get the information of who's supplying the heparin. And the report here goes on to say that there are still hospitals that have the contaminated HPI heparin. It's incredible. They're not even releasing it yet. It's incredible. It's just amazing. What if this was your grandmother? <sighs> and, and, and while we have, you know, 32,000 people a year dying from prescription drugs, we have record arrests in New York City for pot. Yeah, which kills, of course, because yeah, pot kills everybody, right? The people die from pot all the time, which kills never happens. nobody, nobody per year. No. New York City has been the pot bus capital of the world for a decade since Rudolph Giuliani's decision to make public toking a top police priority. Um, a new study sponsored by New York Civil Liberties. Oh, that man is sick! Says the city's cannabis crackdown is both racist and fraudulent. New York City police have arrested almost 400,000 people for misdemeanor marijuana possessions in the last decade. Last year, there were 39,700 such arrests. The vast majority of those seats have been black and Latino men, most are under 25. And according to NYCLU study released last week, thousands of them are victims of police scams falsely charged with possession of marijuana burning or open to public view and i just want <clears throat> to just want to point out we hate giuliani everybody in this that watches yeah the we're, show we're hates not him. we're not big fans at all of giuliani. we don't like yes him. yes he's a, yes. he's a bastard but uh he's a criminal <laughs> period he's a criminal <laughs> yes he should be tried for war crimes he period. absolutely should you're a criminal um, and you deserve to go where you're going and i'm gonna take you there <laughs> bloomberg and his six years has this. arrested more people uh, uh under marijuana than uh, rudy giuliani did in his entire Stay as mayor in New York. Yeah, so a little, a little food for thought there. Incredible. You'd think that nobody could be more of a scumbag than Rudy Giuliani when it comes to crap like this, but apparently he's been beat.
Yeah. They're always bigger fish Fuck in the sea. Dumb dirt bags. It's unbelievable. And again, the reason why the, the heparin story hits home is, you know, oh, I have family members, I have loved ones who do take medication for, you know, some of those things that we talked about. And again, you know, I just can't imagine what I would do if, God forbid, I lost a loved one because of a, a drug that came from China that wasn't properly looked at. In fact, this story, I mean, we really should have played the whole clip. The story goes on to say that a lot of these contaminants were purposely put in the drugs. A spiller? Uh, for, for reasons unknown. I mean, maybe, maybe I'll just cue it back up. I'll try to get it back up. But uh, it's just unbelievable. I mean, you can't explain any of this in any logical terms. I, I'm going to get it. Get the clip back up later on, but I can't find it now. It's other insanity, though. It really is, though. I mean, I'll try to play the, the second half of it, but you know, it's not just like an accident. This stuff happens all the time, and this is going on every other month. There's another story about some friggin' drug from China that's contaminated and kills a couple hundred, or a couple thousand Americans. Yeah. And we can't even get any answers as to where these plants are, so we can maybe inspect them or maybe not use drugs from them anymore. It's just unbelievable, folks, and it's just business. The almighty dollar once again. It's incredible. I mean, they want to come in. Here, and they want to kill us. You got Bayer out there, yeah, and you had no, a Bayer story. Of children AIDS. Uh, had I'm gonna, I'm gonna cue that clip up. Yeah, cue it up for sure. I'm gonna not, not, yeah. A lot of people. It's a, that's one of those things nobody that you hear that clip anymore. and you're like, holy crap! No, you, nobody believes you. Nobody. Believes no, you. I feel yeah, we're all nuts. Obviously, we're all crazy, and you know, we're just doing this because we think we're entertaining. I mean, granted, we like to enjoy and have fun and try to entertain you all, but geez, this is just nuts. And then you know, as the intensity grows, they try to make you look even stupider. And I always keep my eye very closely on artificial sweeteners because it's a topic that, again, to me, I talk to so many people about Ben. So many people are not only drinkers of diet soda, but they're completely addicted and they don't know it and you know oh, by the way i have yet to see that documentary I, i'm gonna watch that oh, very soon now. Sweet, mis sweet misery folks sweet if you misery. haven't seen it is one of the best i've heard of two or three since sweet misery has been released i think it was an early 2000 film or late 1990s film uh sweet misery is a great documentary it's about an hour and a half two hours and it's just it's just a personal account you know people actual accounts of people yeah. who have gotten sick off of it and i mean there's so many people who still doubt it out there um but you know moving along sweet misery is the name of the doc and I, I, maybe i'll just send it over to you them, but there's another one now. Uh, studies. Okay, we have a break coming up. I'll, I'll tell you about it, folks. Uh, new study here about the sweetener Atruvia. You're not going to believe this story. Just wait till you get back, folks. Animalfarmshow.com, and hopefully some more uh, laughs when we get back to you. Stay tuned. Stick around. Hang out with us. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard-to-find objects like real-world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. Add a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36, or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. 
Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation, and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Cocoa Mojo. Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, Enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep. It's progressing, and it's only a short time until it's completely taken over every aspect of your life. We are entering martial law. There are ten telling signs of martial law. America has them all. Use the short time left to protect you and your family with the vital information in this book. Find this info bomb online in book form at survivemartiallaw.com. This book will tell you everything you need to know and how to prepare. Know exactly what you'll need to have hidden to live and how to survive under severe martial law. The worst part of martial law is in the beginning stages. SurviveMartialLaw.com will show you how to act around controlling troops, where to store life-saving supplies, and what to look for. Surviving can be difficult, but possible. Arm yourself with the knowledge, as this is the only weapon you will have to protect your family. Go to S-U-R-V-I-V-E-M-A-R-T-I-A-L-L-A-W.com or call 608-819-8011. Act today, as there will be no warning. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Animal Farm on the We the People Radio Network, broadcasting low-power FM stations all around the country. Number to reach us, 512-646-1984. If you're scared of calling in, you don't want to deal with... Everybody on air, feel free to drop us a, a, a fast blast, an instant messenger. It is a AOL screen name, Animal Farm Show. So take it away. What were we talking uh, about? You know, Ben, there's, just, there's, there's three main topics on this show that we, whenever we talk about it, I just go crazy. Education is one of them, health and, of course, veterans, anything regarding veterans. Uh, obviously, we're on the health issue here, and we have the end of this FDA probe clip. And then I want to go into this Bayer clip that, again, doesn't get enough attention. And it happened once, and it fell through the memory hole for so many people. What's worse, the FDA says it suspects the contamination was deliberate to boost profits. The agency says it has changed the way it tests for... So again, we're talking about the heparin drug from certain places in China being imported to this country, uh-huh. being not only contaminated and killing Americans, and we can't get answers to where this stuff's coming from specifically, you know, what actual place it's coming from, yeah. but now we're, they're talking about it as it's happening deliberately for profit. I'll play it again. The contamination was deliberate to boost profits. The agency says it has changed the way it tests for contaminants at the end point of production. But what it hasn't done is reveal what it knows about where these contaminants come from in the first place. 
Now, on Monday, the U.S. Health and Human Services Secretary said heparin coming into the United States now is safe because of tighter testing and controls. But just last Friday, Lou, the FDA stepped up its heparin alerts to hundreds of hospitals and medical groups across the country after learning that some of them in California still had supplies of that contaminated. Yeah, I guess they're too busy trying to pass legislation for us to not be able to buy friggin' cigarettes in pharmacies. <laughs> and if things didn't get any worse for, about, I don't know, three years ago, two years ago, this story came out uh, right on Scarborough Country and maybe a couple of other news outlets. And then again, down memory hole it went. This will shock you if you haven't heard it yet. Mike, welcome to the show. We appreciate you being on tonight. Thanks for the invitation, Joe. Okay, let's talk about the rat of the week. Why is Bear... Corporation, the rat of the week. Internal documents show that after this company positively, absolutely knew that they had a medication that was infected with the AIDS virus, they took the product off the market in the U.S. and then they dumped it in France, Europe, Asia, and Latin America. The medicine's called Factor 8. It was an, inject an injection medicine that was used for hemophiliacs, mostly children. Children had been born with an incurable hold on, disease. Hold on, Mike. So, hold on, hold on. So you're yeah. telling me that Bear knew that this drug was infected with the AIDS virus, they yanked it from the market in America, and then they dumped it in markets overseas. They had to figure got, out. Yeah, you got to turn a profit, right? Got a way, Joe, to make a profit on a product that they could not sell in America. So they made a huge profit. They jumped. They dropped the product in Japan, Spain, and France. But by the way, Joe, government officials in France that allowed that to happen actually had to go to prison for it. In America, not one corporate executive for this company has been indicted or even criminally investigated by our justice department why not yeah and how i mean how could, how could you cover this i mean how could any uh, it's disgusting it's, it's it is and it's beyond that i'm not going to play the whole thing once again just look up bear exposed or bear and hiv you know this this is the aspirin company everybody takes bear you know all, all these commercials we, we saw when we were growing up and it was even more ridiculous that the fda according to this source who was on the YouTube clip, the FDA recommended or requested that this whole case be uh, handled quickly and quietly. In quotes, quickly and quietly. Christ and you know God. what? Guess Everybody's what? It obviously to... worked, because you do haven't heard about this. If you're listening, you know, most people have not heard about this. So it's, it's absolutely Everybody's trying sick. to cover their ass, you know? It's unbelievable. FDA's and... trying to cover their ass because they don't want to get caught for their stupid ignorance of not knowing that this happened. Or maybe they did know, and they just... Had maybe some of them were on the boards of those companies. Who knows? I'm just, you know, I agree. It's just I a agree. bunch of scumbags out there. Nobody cares. Giving kids AIDS. You know, and, and I have no words for that, man. Just, just think about the parallels here, Ben. We, we see toys coming from China over the last five to ten years, if not longer. Let's just concentrate in the last, the last three years. We see toys coming from China being produced for diddly squat as far as cost goes, but the paint contains lead. So there's a product, there's a health issue and it's coming from china and it's affecting people here in this country right yeah the same thing's happening with drugs there's got to be a separation that's why it just irks me and there's steam com coming out of my ears right now i can't believe that we're seeing these types of problems with medication people yeah. you know and they get that in that clip you know tongue-in-cheek where people go to pharmacies to get medication to get better well you know guess what they're not medication's just about suppression of any problem it's not about cure or fixing it yeah it's just so ended it's unbelievable. So, folks, yeah, I'm going to go cool off. seconds to get out of here before you beat your face with the phone book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going to go have some beer. And uh, when we get back, more crazy news from Animal Farm. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. We are here today to effect a change. 
nothing. We are here today to begin draining the cesspool of lies and distortion we refuse to drown in any longer. We are here today to ask those still sleeping to wake up. Crack a beer over your head, don't you? <laughs> Scan it, Operation Checkpoint Toy. <laughs> they, I don't know if this is real. You guys got to help me out on this. I'm not sure if this is uh, real, but I, I'm, I'm seeing this on Amazon.com. It's funny as hell, no matter what it is, Ben. I think you can you can buy it. Uh, you can buy it, and I think it's about forty forty five dollars. I want to say it is. Oh, um, and uh, the product des- description for it it's. <laughs> Quality plastic toy, $45. Uh, Scan it. Operation Checkpoint Airport Security Scanner Education Resource for Children. Scan it, registered, is an education and creative play toy that helps children be acclimated with airport and public spaces security. The device is both fun toy and educational tool. It detects metal objects and simulates an X-ray scan via functioning conveyor belt that glides articles over its metal detector path. When medical items are are, are when metallic items, sorry, items are presented, the unit beeps and the light and it lights up. The unique toy slash teaching <laughs> aid provides ample amounts of healthy fun along with education and awareness of the security measures that people face in real life. Oh yeah, <laughs> great! It's just great, and we got and we got a, a couple reviews on this product. Oh yeah, can you read some of the reviews because it's hysterical. It's it's very. If you're a parent, then you've probably been struggling with how to teach your kids about how much fun it is to have your rights off systematically stripped from you. <laughs> kids today always seem to be whining about their freedom and their constitutional right to be free of warrantless search and seizure and their right to privacy, whatever that is. Teaching them to be afraid of the terrorists and explaining that Islamofascists are a monolithic unified entity with the sole goal of destroying America because they hate us for our freedom, so we owe it to them to deliver as many, to delete as many of these freedoms as possible. There you go. (laughs) One review and another one, which is ridiculous. I bought this for my children. Everything changed on 9-11-2001. America is going through a change for the better. better. People really just have too many rights. That has to be remedied. This year will bring a lot more changes, too. I was raised to believe in the Bill of Rights, but those are archaic part of a a bygone era. My children will never be taught the Bill of Rights nor the Constitution. They will be taught to stand in line and submit to the proper authority. (laughs) This must be done. Americans all around the nation have already chosen to submit. My children will not be left behind. I tell you the truth, though. Those are really well written, and of course, I think we all can assume that those are all, uh, you know, being sarcastic. Of course, yeah. but they're really well well done. But who knows with this with I, this, this toy? Uh, I don't know. This toy can right, easily look, be. Look it up, okay? Because in the in the left hand side of this this toy, you got to see the picture of it. It's called Scan It Operation Checkpoint Toy, and it's got the little meter for the Homeland Security in the left of the you know the the color coded yeah, chart that they sure. it's, it's got that you know like green red blue oh, that, that, that wow. thing? the red and the orange and the yellow are really really big and the green and the blue are, are super small I tell you Ben I mean I wouldn't be surprised if this is an actual toy I mean you know for years they've always been making toys that you know Who mimic knows? real life they had the laptop you know for kids when it came out that type of thing either way I think it's hysterical and you know hopefully uh, I, I'm sure you're going to get one for your kid immediately Ben absolutely you know I'm sure the the lead paint it's on that thing and mail. everything it's going to be wonderful what a great toy maybe you get it for Christmas or something like that. Um, just you got it. You got to laugh, folks. I mean, I, I have to start laughing more. I don't laugh enough, but 
it is pretty funny. Those responses are wonderful. Maybe we can put that on our homepage uh, after the show. So maybe we can get some sales. Maybe set up an affiliate program with that wonderful toy. <laughs> we do have an affiliate program set up yeah. on Amazon. Maybe oh, we can sell it and make goodness, some money. Goodness. Oh, okay. Maybe not. Yeah. So well, you know, obviously <laughs> off the health news now, and I, I do. We're going to definitely talk about the autism problems. It's 4,900 plus cases against the government now. I think it's probably following the wave that happened with the recent autism case that the family won. But yes, folks, mm-hmm. this is this is going to get pretty big. You know, maybe not supernova like Alex Jones would say, but this this uh, autism thing is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and you could you could bet your ass jenny mccarthy will be behind it so uh much more on the farm when we get back feds to collect millions of dna profiles yearly this is not a toy this is real stay tuned animalfarmshow.com stop being a lemming Greetings, I am Dr. Buell Von Scheich with the White Paper Chronicles. Mr. Steve Shank with his fearless radio program is correct when he says the solution to our difficult times is to store food and get healthy. My comrades and I of the media don't want you to panic. We, unlike fearless radio, try not to tell you about the food control legislation. Hurricane Katrina, the American famine, families unable to buy food. If we told you the solution to all these problems is food, you'd panic and run out and buy a food before it disappeared, or you couldn't afford it. You'd completely mess up the perfect strategy for population control, and they'd kick us out of the Survivors Club. You are a sissy chicken if you call JMSEFoodsDirect.com and order food. This is Steve. Call 800-409-5633 on the web, eFoodsDirect.com. 800-409-5633. You'll be considered a little bit crazy, but there's no such thing as a little bit dead. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard-to-find objects like real-world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece, or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Gives in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. And a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36. Or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building 
building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. It's time to think outside the box with your host, Alex Ansari, from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Central, every Saturday, right here on We the People Radio Network. Welcome back to the Animal Farm Radio Show, folks. 512-646-1984 is our phone number. Animal Farm Show, one word, AIM, screen name. If you have anything you want to let us know, whether it's during our show or before or after, whatever the case may be, info at animalfarmshow.com or, you know, pie if at, idiot at, whatever at animalfarmshow.com <laughs> will do just fine. And once again, folks, thank you for your support, your phone calls, uh, you know, everything. We've been getting some great emails yes. uh, and listenership, so thank you again. Before Ben has a really great activist tool, one of the greatest things I've ever heard uh, on this show, period, Absolutely. or any show for that matter, yep. Ben, get that queued up. But before we do, I want to preface it with this story out of rinf.com. Feds to collect millions of DNA profiles yearly. That's a no. shit surprise, not many of our listeners, but maybe some. The feds will soon be collecting about one million DNA samples a year under a new program that lets federal agents collect cheek swabs from citizens merely arrested for any federal crime or from any non-citizen detained by federal agents. Now, Ben... Again, no. we have to go back to the Florida case where they were looking for a suspect to a crime and, you know, voluntary cheek swabbing at traffic stops, literally by the police. Not kidding, folks. We can dig that one up, too. Uh, additionally, visitors to the country who have visas will be subject to this. So the intent here is to build a massive D, uh, DNA database of these samples, of, the, of DNA samples that police can use to catch rapists and murderers. But even the innocent should fear being in the database due to the... Um, various different types of how cold case DNA searches can easily pinpoint an innocent person. Mm. So I'm wondering if this not only is this, you know, unconstitutional, but can this backfire because of that? I wonder. Yeah, it's the witch hunt. You don't hear about this too often. And how easily can this be manipulated? But I'm just a nutcase. Thanks to an amendment in the Violence Against Women Act of 2005 that was sponsored by Senator John Kyle, a Republican of Arizona, the feds now have the authority to immediately take DNA from any arrestee or detained non-citizen and immediately upload it to the FBI's CODIS database, it's C-O-D-I-S database. That database is currently fed by federal law enforcement agencies in all 50 states, a few of which collect and upload DNA samples from people arrested Folks, if you haven't seen V for Vendetta, I would check it out. If nothing else, check out the scene when they're looking up all the past people in this particular case. They're looking up, and everybody's got this huge bio, and they have yeah. all this information. And again, if you get arrested, you're not guilty. You're not a guilty person if you get arrested. Uh, you haven't been convicted of anything yet. So mm. if they start taking swabs of you after arrest, you know, you get arrested, then it's just complete 
uh, you know, martial law. Everything is, will be righteous. Everything is uh, uh, guilty until proven as... That's what I'm saying. We're going backwards. We are going completely yeah. backwards. And, and, and Ben, the, you dug up this clip, and I'm, I don't know where you found it, but it's one of the greatest clips. Explain to the folks what it is here. Uh, just, it's just an activist. He gets pulled over at a, a Homeland Security checkpoint. Pay attention, folks. Yes, one of those, uh, one of those Nazi checkpoints that are completely, <laughs> entirely, 1,000% illegal. And it's very well known among the people that are doing it that it's completely illegal. Sure. They know it, um, but but watch that, how this fellow does it. And this is this is a yeah. perfect lesson. This is on how brilliant to, on how to do this. And you watch the cop cower in fear, the female cop cower in fear, not knowing um, what to say, basically, not not knowing what to say because she knows she's in trouble because she knows she's doing something legal. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Here it is. This perfect. Is brilliant. Last name is what now? What's the purpose of the stop? Okay, what's the scope of the stop? Who do you work for? Am I being? Let me just give a little pause here. He's taking pictures of everything while it's so. If you hear Polaroid, yeah, if you hear these snaps, he's he's taking pictures while it's happening. So of the cop, it's great of the cop and everything that's going on around. You're right. Detained. No, I'm asking you a simple question. Am I free to go? I'm asking you a question. You need to answer my question. Am I being detained? You need to answer my question, sir. Am I being detained? Sir, you need to answer my question. Am I being detained? I would like to go on my way if I'm not being detained. Am I being detained? Telling you. I'm asking you if I'm being detained. I'm just asking you for the purposes of an immigration. I need to ask you of what country you're citizen. Am I being detained? I'm asking you, are you being, uh, what country are you Am I free to go? You need to answer my question. Are you refusing to allow me to go on my way? You know what? You need to answer my question. Are you refusing to allow me to go on my way? Can you pull over to secondary? Are you refusing to allow me to go on my way? Am I being detained? I'm asking you to pull over to secondary. Am I being detained? Can you pull over to secondary? Am I being detained? I'm asking for the purposes of immigration. You need to pull over to... Am I being detained? You told me now that I'm not being detained. Am I free to go? Sir, can you answer my question? Am I being detained? For the purposes of immigration, I need to ask you of what country you're in. You can ask me whatever you want. Am I being detained? You are not being detained. Am I free to go? Okay, she's now looking around my vehicle. I'm free to go. What's your badge number? You're free to go. What's your badge number? <laughs> and who's your supervisor? Who's your supervisor? Miss Howe. Miss Howe? Is she a Border Patrol agent? Yes. Okay, thank you. You have a great day. You too. <laughs> so, someone get that man a beer. Yes. Get him a couple beers. In fact, I want his camera, too. I want a camera that makes that much noise just because it's funny. <laughs> what the hell camera is that? We live in a digital world. I want to know said, what cameras you use. He said it so many times that when she asked a question, she started to ask what he was asking. Yeah, she, she didn't know what to say. But, but see, the brilliance of what he did was he never got angry. Mm-hmm. He never uh, raised the level of his voice. He never had any... You know, irresponsible tone or threatening tone, I should yep. say, more yep. appropriately. He did it in a perfect manner. And most importantly, he didn't incriminate himself. Exactly. He kept to one simple thing and basically made that almost his legal argument in the way. So she was, she had to be in that thinking to herself, oh, man, if I arrest this guy, 
he's going to sue the hell out of us, and, and I don't know well, what's going to happen yeah. to me. This guy knows more than I do is what the cop was thinking, and yes. I'm, not, I'm not trying to stereotype women here or men, but uh, I'm wondering if a male cop was there, if this would have been a different story. If he the probably would have dragged them out of I the think car. I think an assault case would have happened. Step out of the car. Step out of the car. Did you hear me? You're no. suspicious. You get one no. of those New York cops involved. <laughs> Seriously. So, no, folks, that's great. Ben, we great, gotta, great we got to upload that, too. And if anybody has any more information of who that is, uh, get him on the show. Please let me buy him a beer. Great job. And, again, that's that's how it's done, I think. That's how you have, you know, I don't condone disrespecting police officers. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do that. He could have gotten upset. Yep, but he kept his cool. So. Oh, you know, I, I I got this off a dig, and I'm not sure exactly. I can't I can't find it again. But a good thing I recorded it while I had it. Um, but a lot of the comments that I were reading were just kudos to this guy. Right. Great job. Uh, he he did an awesome. That was great activism. Uh, and that's what a lot of the comments were, you know. But then there were other comments in there that were like, after you know, after she said that he could be on his way, he got upset and he wanted to ask her for a badge number, and he should have just gone on his way, and he got off. On the fact that she was letting him go and he wanted to co- confront more. And it's a, no, 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 no. Excuse me. We have every single right to get a police officer's badge. Wrong. Oh, every I, absolutely. Single. There's no right. question. And not only that, but it's smart to do that in case something happens later on. If they tell their buddies over there uh, in, in the next county, hey, watch out for this car. Why don't you give this guy hell because he just gave me hell. Sure. Uh, you have something to back it up. And if you want, you could use the same uh, cloak that they use to defend why you're going to ask for a badge number. Oh, it's for my safety. Yeah, because there are people imitating cops out there. How do I know you're a real cop? Absolutely. So, you know, you have every right. And and again, I think the, one of the biggest problems is just the idea that people don't understand mm-hmm. that cops are not their gods. They're not their authorities. They're there to protect and serve you, the public uh, taxpayer, citizen, whatever word that I'm screwing up. And Michael Bagnarok is cringing right now if he's listening. <laughs> you're an American. You're, you're you're a born American. I'm sorry, Michael. I often think that we have to get Michael back on the show because he, when I speak, he's I'm like damn. I know. Like, I right now, I can't say citizen. I can't say civilian, obviously. I can't say homeland. You know, these, been, word, these words have been imprinted in my head. You know, know. with like stamp bong. <laughs> and just can't get them out of my head. So I'm sorry, folks. I do slip up constantly. But another reason that we get cops is is because of this article right here. Cops caught on camera stomping more heads. That's we the other thing too. That, uh, that thing yeah. in Philadelphia where they beat the crap out of this innocent person, and this is what we're talking about before: guilty until proven innocent. Exactly. These, these cops want want to take out their own uh, venue of judgment on people and just start beating the crap out of out of folks. You know, it's 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 I'm ridiculous. Uh, yeah. This starts as by Cho- Paul Joseph Watson, uh, and he's just. He's a funny writer. He's a good writer. Not satisfied with using pain compliance to taser people into submission, police officers have now begun to kick the living crap out of suspects <laughs> just to make sure. An incident that occurred in Indiana yesterday marks another chapter in a wave of pr- police brutality that has swept the nation. The 26-year-old Felipe Alvarado was chased by police after being fingered as a suspect in vehicle burglaries. But police metered out a punishment more benef- uh, befitting of a dangerous murderer. So he was uh, you know, running away from the police. Um, but he wasn't tried of a crime, so how could he? Get, how could he possibly get any type of punishment whatsoever? Yeah, again, you know, the, the, I'm just see the only thing that only thing that comforts me, and it doesn't really comfort me. It's the wrong word here, but a lot of these things are now being caught on tape, and yes. you know, the only thing that is, is yes. you know is positive out of that is again is that we can now take the responsible. Uh, the police officers in many cases, and try them. And at least if you have video evidence, and of course, 
you know, let's not go back to the Hope Steppy case, but that's the extreme version of what I'm talking about, and many have followed. So, well, if, the, it, it's coming to the point where you know things are so bad in this country, it's almost like you need a police, you need a camera in your car it's in case you get abused by the police, just as you'd need a, a gun in your house in case a robber breaks in, or, or because uh, in case of uh, tyranny or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. but we are at the shortest break. We'll be right back, top of the hour, 7:58 on the East Coast. 512-646-1984 is the number to reach us. We'll be right back. I'll be right back. Don't you go dying on me. Did you read this? Chicago just became the murder capital of America. I don't understand. It's been a felony to have a gun since 95. I thought that was supposed to prevent murders, not increase them. Criminals will always find a way to get guns, while the rest of us are just left defenseless. Chicago authorities have seized over 75,000 firearms since 1995. And now, Chicago's murder rate is twice as high as New York City. Tonight, while you're asleep, criminals will be at work. Not in Kennesaw, Georgia. In 1982, our city passed a law requiring every household to have a gun. It terrified the criminals, and our violent crime rate is now 75% below the national average. We sleep well here in Kennesaw. Americans who own guns prevent over a million violent crimes every year and save lives. Get the facts. Visit armedandsecure.org. That's armedandsecure.org. God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. So turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of a sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. Get up, boo. It should be no surprise that you are listening to the one and only Animal Farm Radio Show. That's Pyeth on the soundboard and Ben Miller to my left. I'm Tony Pax. It's been an hour of our second weekly edition of the Animal Farm. We have yet to bash Bush. Let's get on it. Yeah. Yeah, I try to put these little tirades together, Ben, these little connections, because, again, every time I read a story, I try to, you know, associate it with other stories, of course. There is a bit of good news, and I'll start with that. Congress now looking to boost military pay by 3.9%. Folks, if you didn't listen to it, yeah, I mean, geez, you know, it took you friggin' long enough, and I don't know how much that's really going to help these folks, but Congress wants a 3.9% pay raise for troops next year, more than President Bush wants, but in sync with a broader election year effort by lawmakers to boost benefits for service members and veterans. The House Armed Service Committee was on track Wednesday to approve the pay raise as part of a larger policy bill that would authorize more than a half trillion in annual defense spending, as well as combat operations in Iraq and Afghanistan. The legislation also would restrict U.S. reconstruction spending in Iraq unless Baghdad spends more of its own money, although the bill would allow Bush to waive the requirement, of course. The Senate Armed Service Committee has proposed a similar measure, including the 3.9% pay increase, 
all but guaranteeing the pay provision will be included in the final bill and sent to Bush for a signature this summer. George yeah, W. Take your time. It's no rush. The Senate panel also voted to restrict reconstruction dollars but did not include a waiver. And the reason why this story came to mind, obviously, for the obvious reasons. I mean, we always talk about veterans here, but we talked to Jeffrey Humphrey on Tuesday. Folks, if you haven't listened to it, check it out. I think it's the first hour. Uh, and we talked about how the G he brought to our attention the, the GI Bill and how McCain is against the GI Bill. Uh-huh. And it turned out the White House is behind the GI Bill. So I, I looked into it a little bit more, and, you know, I, I found it. The New York Times had a report, um, excuse me, May 6th that came out, and it talks about how John McCain is one of the very few people that is still opposed to the GI Bill. You figure this one guy who, got, who was tortured, you figure he'd be all for the GI Bill. And again, that that uh, ensures that uh, veterans returning from service are, insu- are assured to get education for four years of uh, you know college education, God forbid. Nah, he doesn't care. He's at the yeah, top of his game. Exactly. He doesn't give a damn. You know, uh, Same guy who says we could be there for 100 years now saying we're going to be out by 2013. He is Incredible. lost, folks. Absolutely lost. Um, there's so much here. Uh, but it actually, this article does go on to say that the Bush administration opposes the new GI Bill primarily on the grounds that it is too generous, would be difficult to administer, and would adversely affect retention. This is bogus, the article says. The estimated $2.5 billion to $4 billion annual cost of the web proposal is dwarfed by the hundreds of billions being spent on the wars we're asking service members to fight in Iraq and Afghanistan. What's important to keep in mind is that there is money that goes to bolstering the education of returning veterans is an investment in both the lives of the veterans themselves and the future of our nation. I agree. I think all of us pretty much agree here. The The establishment here obviously against it. So is John McCain. But get this. And this is the kind of stuff that just makes me want to crush something expensive anywhere near me. Bush administration wants to speed up aid to Lebanese army. Hmm, okay, yeah. Here comes my... Go ahead, George. Here comes my isolationist mentality, my post-9-11 or pre-9, whatever the hell it is. The Bush administration says it is trying to speed up U.S. aid for Lebanon's army because of the recent wave of sectarian fighting. State Department spokesman Tom Casey says the administration plans to ask for an emergency aid request for Lebanon, but he would not say how much money the administration is seeking. He also would not say what the money would buy, but previous military grants have gone to buy ammunition and small arms. Well, of course. Nice. It's a war. President Bush... We got issue in America. <laughs> President Bush telegraphed the request interviews ahead of this current Mideast trip. He said he wants to beef up the Lebanese army, but he also expressed disappointment in the army's recent performance. Again, I'm not against Lebanon. I'm not against... The Lebanese army whatsoever. I have no beef at all. But again, I'm just trying to compare here what our administration is doing. They're against the GI Bill because it's, you know, it's faulty and it will lack retention of, of troops and it's too much money. But yeah. they're, they're calling, and they won't even tell us what they want, but they're calling for aid to Lebanon. It's sick. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's the goof of all time. What do we need to impeach this bastard? What do we need to do? I can't believe it. We need some half halfway well, responsible Democrat. Yeah. Well, you know what? Keith Oberman, if anybody missed Keith Oberman's report last night, Ben, and I'll turn it over to you. Yeah, well, we we got to play some of this in a little bit, but Keith Oberman just hit it on he the did. head. And this, last is, night. this is what it started on with. On the head. It started with a, uh, a Politico, politico.com interview with George W. W. They were able to get an uh, interview with him. And, George uh, W. And uh, here, here's one of the, the questions that, that was asked there. Yeah. Mr. President, you haven't been golfing in recent years. Is that related to Iraq? Yeah, it really is. Uh, I don't want uh, some mom uh, whose son may have recently died to see the commander-in-chief playing golf. Uh, I, I feel I owe it to the families to be as, you know, to 
to be in solidarity as best as I can with them. And I think, you know, playing golf uh, during a war just sends the wrong signal. Mr. President, was there a particular moment or incident that brought you to that decision, or how did you come to that? No, you know, I remember when DeMello, who was at the U.N., got killed in Baghdad as a result of these uh, murderers taking, taking this good man's life. And I, w I was playing golf. I, I think it was in Central Texas, and they pulled me off the golf court. Of course, and I said, it's just not worth it anymore to, to do that. What a visionary this guy what is. What you've just said <laughs> is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. You know, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> mind. I mean, look, we I all, agree, we, we, well, we all know what we're dealing with. We know, we know that this is just, this is so ridiculous. This guy is so insanely stupid, and just he's, his lack, his lack of reality is incredible. Something I've never seen in my life. But we still have people with Bush Cheney stickers on their cars, Ben. That's the problem. To me, that lynch them. But, 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 no, see, it's no, just, it's, it's no. Of course, listen, you know, uh, by all means, we got to get people. <laughs> we got to inform people. How can people be so stupid? Uh, this guy goes on TV and not only makes a fool of himself, but he totally disgraces America and the families of the veterans and the veterans themselves and everything that's American. He disgraces. Now, Keith Oberman, again, this is a 12-minute clip. I'll play the last minute or two. This guy hit it on the head from start to finish. It's one of the greatest clips I've ever heard. The war in Iraq is not about you. It is not, Mr. Bush, about your grief when American after American comes home in a box. It is not, Mr. Bush, about what your addled brain has produced in the way of paranoid delusions of risks that do not exist, ready to be activated if some Democrat and not your twin, Mr. McCain, succeeds you. The war in Iraq, your war, Mr. Bush, is about how you accomplished the derangement of two nations and how you helped funnel billions of taxpayer dollars to lascivious and perennially thirsty corporations like Halliburton and Blackwater and how you sent 4,000 Americans to their deaths for nothing. It is not, Mr. Bush, about your golf game. And, sir, if you have any hopes that next January 20th will not be celebrated as a day of soul-wrenching, heartfelt thanksgiving because your faithless stewardship of this presidency will have finally come to a merciful end, this last piece of advice. When somebody asks you, sir, about Democrats who must now pull this country back from the abyss you have placed us at, when somebody asks you, sir, about the cooked books and fake threats you foisted on a sincere and frightened nation, when somebody asks you, sir, about your gallant, noble, self-abnegating sacrifice of your golf game so as to soothe the families of the war dead, this advice, Mr. Bush, shut the hell up. Amen. Can I get, well, let me get a good, a good luck and good night here. Good night and good luck. Thank you, Keith. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a simple man. I mean, I, all I do is curse, and it makes me feel better. Uh, <laughs> it's the only way I can. It's the only way I can feel better about it, Ben, because it, it's just. I, I don't. I you know, thankful. I, I don't have anybody in my family. I've never lost a family member to the military. I've never had that that terrible, hor horrible loss. And uh, you know, I'm. I just. I'm still upset, and I can only imagine what I would do. It's just crazy. I mean, this is getting so out of hand. The only question I have to ask you, the listeners, who seem to be very quiet tonight, by the way. Uh, is can, anybody out there? Yeah, is there anybody out there? Can we ever recover from this? these two wars alone? I mean, I know no. I know these guys have a super hard-on for Iran. I know everybody, you know, that's the next step, of course, PNAC, this whole thing. But uh, it, it's, just getting, it's just getting to the point where 
I don't know how much more we could possibly take, and maybe I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but it's just uh, the more you look at the economy, the more you look at education, and there's a couple things about education tonight that we're going to touch upon. Every friggin' place you look in this country, there are just so many problems and so many issues that need to be handled yesterday, the year before. So, uh, Ben, and, and again, you know, as, as if it isn't bad enough, you have uh, the president on TV saying, you know, somehow, like, he's a real gentleman because he gave up his golf game. And meanwhile, he didn't give up his golf game. They have pictures of him golfing as as early as October of last year, whatever the yeah. hell it was. Nutty as a fruitcake. Oh, my crazy, God. This is the type of stuff that we're talking about here. Yeah, Los I mean, Angeles it is. Times. It blows my mind. I just get, I get lost sometimes. Yeah, this article out of the Los Angeles Times. L.A. prepares massive water cons- conservation plan. Oh, great. The initiative would punish uh, water wasters and limit such activities as watering lawns and washing vehicles. And it would receive a controversial effort to recycle sewage water. Ah. <laughs> with violent often distant <laughs> water sources shrinking, Los Angeles officials today will revive a controversial pro- uh, proposal to recycle wastewater as part of a plan to curb usage and move the city towards greater water independence. Wow. So now we have this thing going on, uh, how we don't have enough water in the world, and we're not able to. I, I mean, I just, it's, I can't believe that. The human race hasn't found a figure. I, I, I'm surprised that we haven't found a way to create cars that could just run off of air, run off electricity, well, run off of solar. Yeah. And now we're having problems finding water and conserving it. And fil- well, we know. It. Oh, no. Is, yeah. We're all well, the cars, the, the car technology's been there for years, Ben. You know that. I know. Better than I, know. I do. Here's the question I have. Uh, last time I checked, and again, I could be wrong about this one because it, it's so long now, but last time I checked, we were living on the planet called Earth. And Earth is made up of primarily water. Now, I know I've been to Barbados once, and I know that they are surrounded by the ocean, and they use desalinization to, you know, take the salt right out of the water. Isn't that what it's called? I could be totally wrong about this. Why can't we figure out a way to use all this water and filter the water? Instead of filtering bile and waste and... You know, feces. <laughs> can't we figure out a way Prescription to... drugs. Yeah, it's just, everything's a crisis with this country and this world. We can't figure out how to do anything right these days. Um, yeah, there's a lot of water all over the place. Uh, not a drop to drink? I don't think so. Barbados does a pretty good job of it, and you know, because they have to save money. They can't import water to this to this little island. Uh, they have to use desalinization to um, you know, filter the salt out of the water. And again, they do a great job of it. It's a very great country. I've been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a bunch of great people, and, they, and they're doing well for the most part. Their economy okay. is booming. So, I don't know. Every time, every time something's wrong, it's either we declare war on it, or it's this humongous <laughs> crisis that's going to kill us in less than three years. B.S. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Great. This is about saving the future of humanity. We have a, we have a water filter that can literally filter piss, but we can't get water. You know, we can't figure out a way to desalinize water. We can't figure out a way to get more water. It's unfriggin' believable. It is. Moving it is sick. Moving along. Uh, they found a uh, um, federal authorities charged that a methamphetamine lab was operating at the nation's largest kosher slaughterhouse, <laughs> <laughs> and that employees carried weapons to work. Um, the charges were among the most explosive. I imagine somebody like Osama bin Laden understanding the joy of Hanukkah. <laughs> that was a good one. I, oh, I can just hear the, the, the people leaving the radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bye-bye. Major listener drop there. Uh, <laughs> the charges were amongst the most explosive details to emerge following the massive raid Monday at Agriprocessor in Postville, <laughs> Iowa. In a <laughs> Unbelievable. Pius, you've done it. 
He's done it again. And in 60 pages of application for a search warrant, <laughs> federal agents revealed details of their six months. It's not funny. It Why are we laughing? It's not funny, Ben. You're right. But it is funny. It's incredible. Let's go uh, to a caller. Okay. Let's open up the phone lines yeah. here. Ray from Pennsylvania, you are on the farm. Ray, you there? Wow, that was so quick. Let me turn down my turn down my radio. <laughs> no problem. Thank you, Ray. Appreciate that. How are you? Doing great. Yeah, I, I'm doing okay, right? I'm having one of those nights where I'm, I'm in a pretty rotten mood. I got to laugh happy. With you. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> I know. What's on your mind? Listen, you talked about this smoking thing, uh, uh, buying cigarettes. I want to get back to your original thing about buying cigarettes that was like Rite Aid and stuff like that. What yeah, that? in San Francisco, right. And well, I mean, so they want to ban it from... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess, you know, certain legislators, whatever, in San Francisco, you know, where else in this twisted country <laughs> would you find this kind of legislation? Of course, yeah, it's going to be San Fran, then it'll be New York, and then probably Florida. But yeah, Florida. anywho, uh, San Francisco now, they're thinking of, of, you know, banning the sale of tobacco products. I think it's not just smoking. I think it's, you know, uh, non-smokable tobacco, you know, the, the dip and stuff like yeah. that. Skull. Uh, yeah. You know, I think it completely banning it, yeah, from, from so, pharmacies completely. So, so, let me, so let me get this straight. There are about... Over about 200 million people in America have, who have diabetes, and about a quarter of a million die every year. And so when I go mm -hmm. to Rite Aid or these other stores, and what's so what's by the counter there? Candy. <laughs> candy. Not only that, yeah, but you know, yeah, candy. And and I think even in the that's a great point. It is a great point. And even in the report that we played, the audio from I guess it was CNN. It's almost all of the audio is from CNN these days. But uh, even in the report there, Ray, it says you know what about uh, the the cookies and the right. the enriched sugar products? You know if we're gonna if we're gonna ban the substance because it's not good for people, which the whole thing is just BS. The government Absolutely. does not give a licking damn about your health. They're giving you pharmaceutical drugs from China without the FDA properly screening them, for Christ's sake. Americans are dying by the dozens, by the hundreds, by the thousands because of friggin' drugs that are sold to the doctors by salesmen. I mean, the whole system is so completely friggin' nuts and ridiculous. I think uh, and I don't have to tell yeah, I mean, you, you know what I'm talking about. Sure right? I do. But, you know, the Constitution gives, gives us the remedy for all of this stuff, and it's called private property rights. You know, Friday, yeah. and there's all these other places want to carry cigarettes in their store. It's their right. And also, you know, the other thing about, uh, you know, smoke-free areas and things like that, you know, you should go to a restaurant, and there's a smoke, there's a smoking area, and there's not a smoking area. If I want to go to a restaurant that caters to smokers and they don't want non-smokers in there, that should be their right to do it, and vice versa, you know? No doubt. Yeah, no, Ray, let, let's, let me hold you over. We've got a break coming up. But no, there's no doubt. Listen, I'm, I'm technically a non-smoker. I don't smoke cigarettes, but I like a cigar once in a while. I'm a big cigar fan, and it's not even in the casinos in Atlantic City now. You can't even smoke in the friggin' casinos. You can't gamble and smoke in America. We are doomed. Stay tuned. The superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powders, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. 
Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. Everyone knows how the 9-11 disaster touched them directly. On May 11, 2008, every American citizen will begin the slow road to a national identity crisis. Every citizen, young and older, facing the Real ID federal mandate. After 5-11 this year, you will endure the indignities of TSA checkpoints at airports with demands for adequate IDs. Imagine one year from now being barred from entering a postal office or other federal buildings if you don't have your passport or Real ID. Since when have you ever needed a passport to fly from one city to the next in the U.S.? If Real ID prevails, you risk being cast as a terrorist if you can't provide an ID with a biometric face scan. Trusting motor vehicles authorities may be a thing of the past, but they put your personal information up for sale to those willing to buy your name, your address, your picture, or anything else ascribed to your driver's license. Your information will be funneled into an insecure centralized database, or hackers and identity thieves can prey on you and your information. Worst of all, the federal government demands that you and your state pay to implement Real ID. The multi-billion dollar implementation stands to double the cost of your local ID. It may not stop there. This federal mandate may take from other social program funding, like education, public arts, and other state-funded programs. Digimark, L1 Technologies, Veritech, and other Department of Homeland Security contractors walk away with a huge paid contract. What will you have? They promise freedom through security. If a hacker can walk off with your virtual driver's license, are you really safe? The 511 campaign is here to support you and your state legislators in a move to block the progress of this unconstitutional act. Please add your voice and actions to stop Real ID in its tracks. Please join the first 511 campaign committee meeting Sunday, May 11th at 3 p.m. at Brave New Books to help organize in Austin, Texas. For more information on 511 campaign and the Real ID, please visit beatthechip.org. Lighting the fires of liberty with your host, Michael Badnarik, from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central, Monday through Friday, only on We the People Radio Network. Yes. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Animal Farm on the We People Radio Network. Number to call in is 512-646-1984. Pines being especially funny tonight. Oh, yeah. We've got Ray you? from Pennsylvania on the on the phone line. Ray, you were talking about private property and, and why it is illegal for them to uh, ban the sale of cigarettes inside private property. Right. Uh, you want to continue on that point? Well, I just want to say, like many people that are listening, I don't smoke. I don't intend to smoke. I get deathly ill around people who smoke. I can't stand cigarette smoke at all. To, but to honor property rights, I, as a non-smoker, have the right to say, when someone comes into my store or to my home, you smoke outside. You're not to smoke inside my place. That is, that's honoring property rights. But equally, there's an economic incentive to honor the individual rights of smokers and non-smokers, such as in restaurants, bars, and, and places like that. And uh, that's what we have to get back to. And the Constitution, as I said before, gives us the perfect 
uh, remedy for that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's one of the major points. And, and I just want to break, I don't want to stray too far off what we're talking about, but you, yeah. you make a good point. When we talk about this country, essentially what it is, is our country has, you know, a set of, a set of laws, and then within that, that country we have states, which are essentially separate com- co- countries by themselves. And then within those states we have towns that are separate countries by themselves with their own set of rules. Then within those towns you have individual private property, which is essentially separate countries, with with rules that are supposed to be and and but we don't have that anymore. And here. you can even take it a step further, Ben. I mean, if you look at Foxwoods Casino or Mohegan Sun, which are both located in Northern Connecticut or Central Connecticut, whatever, they're actually considered sovereign nations yeah. within our country. In other words, yes. you step on their territory, you're no longer under U.S. law. You can mm-hmm. do whatever they say you can do. It's a whole new set of laws. You're no longer on U.S. territory. But, but, I, wanna, but see, I want to get back to the whole thing of sovereign home. This is my sovereign home. <laughs> this is my sovereign business. These are the rules of my business. And I will honor, like I said, honor individual rights. But like I said, to honor my rights, I don't want you smoking in my place. That's it. Because like I said, I get, I, get sick, I get sick of I can't do it. I, I grew up yeah, well, with a father who smoked cigars all the time. I know people love a good cigar and stuff like that. So, like I said, that's not a – I don't want people smoking around me. That's, that's yeah, all. Yeah, right. Listen. Or to the contrary, right? You like to smell smoke, and if you, people want to smoke in your house, you can let them do that. Yeah, the government right. is now stepping in and saying, no, you can't do that. You can't have people smoking in your restaurant, in your business. Right. Um, you know, and it's just, it's, it's horrible. It's disgusting. Right. No, listen, right. I am completely with you. I, I used to smoke cigarettes when I was in college. I quit. I've quit for about almost five years now. And I absolutely, literally, I cannot stand the smell of right. cigarette smoke. It smells completely different than, than cigars. And I don't, I don't, frankly, I don't want to be in a room where people are, you know, puffing up cigars anyway. It's a lot okay. of smoke. So, but, but let's say you owned a, you owned a business, you owned a restaurant. Would, what would you do? Would you honor the smokers and non-smokers separate sections? non-smoking bar, whatever it is, what would you do? Well, well listen, right, I mean, frankly, yes. I, the, the bottom line, and I'll answer the question, but the bottom line is I think the person owning the business should be able to choose. I don't think the government should have to tell me or should have the, the ability to tell me, oh, you cannot allow smoking anywhere in your establishment. First of all, it's hurting restaurants and bars. But no, what would I do? I would have two sections. If I, I would have a smoking section, and it would be completely sealed off. Because, you know, listen, some people like to have cigarettes while they eat whatever. That's not a problem with me. But, again, you know, the other problem, too, Ray, and you're going to run into this all the time, is this whole secondhand smoke issue. And it's a whole other debate that I don't want to open. And, listen, I, I, recognize, regardless of that, I recognize the danger of smoking. I'm not saying it's harmless. All I'm saying is that the rules are ridiculous, and we're still spending way too much friggin' time on this topic as a government, as a nation, right. as a country. We have so many issues yes. way above cigarettes. Yes. Cigarettes in this country. Yes. Right. And also, we can't get funding. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ray. And, and cigarettes, I don't want to say whether they're legal or illegal, but at this time they are legal products, and if Rite Aid wants to have them in their store... Yeah, they're right. Just because they have condoms in the stores and they have everything yeah. else in these stores, you know. But, but you can it, buy, you can buy booze. You can buy booze, Prozac. If you have a prescription, you can get almost any friggin' drug that'll make you know your leg fall off with all these goddamn side effects. But you can't <laughs> buy cigarettes. And like you said, it's legal. It's not an illegal drug. It's not like we're selling marijuana or yes. crack or friggin' freebase in there. It's cigarettes. And again, let's move Pennsylvania, on. Move on now. We have we yeah. have liquor stores that are owned by the state. You can't get into the liquor business. 
It's, yeah. it's not. It, wow. It's, you know, listen, and I'm all for listen. Connecticut and New York actually have very different uh, different laws concerning the sale of alcohols. Who can sell them? What establishments can sell them? What time and what days you can right. and cannot buy them? Fine. I'm all for it. Every state should have the, their right to, to pass their own legislation. That's cool with me. But again, we need to start prioritizing this stuff. We had a clip on uh, two weeks ago about a. I guess I'm not sure. It was a senator, a woman who left government because she was so fed up with all the crap that these politicians are trying to pass. They're so concerned with cell phones on the highway and how you shouldn't be on the cell phone. But all of a sudden, you know, there's so many huge issues going on. And we have literally, right, every single day, just like every other Patriot talk show, we have hundreds of articles that we don't get to and major stories. And again, unfortunately, we're spending too much time on this as it is. Yeah. But, Ray, uh, any, any last minute thoughts before we move on? No, that, that, that we're living in a nanny state. We're living in a, a warfare state, a welfare state. And any state, and I would appeal to the people that are on the left, and we really need to pull the people from the left, is that, please, guys, let's talk about civil liberties again. Let's talk about privacy again. Come on, guys. Yeah. Absolutely. No question. Yeah, right. Thanks for the call. Yeah. We need to and I've, I've got to reiterate the point that we are literally a suicidal nation right now. Oh, we're killing we're, ourselves. We're just throwing ourselves off a cliff because we're focusing on these things. Well, you know, should you be able to eat and drive at the same time? Should you be able to grab a cup of coffee and, and get behind the wheel? Is that distracting? And exactly. This and that. And meanwhile, we're how $50 trillion in debt, yeah. with, uh, given all the promises that our government has made with the social programs and out there. But you're totally right, right? Complete nanny state, no personal responsibility whatsoever, complete corruption uh, of, of society as a whole, and it's it's killing us. We yeah. are suicidal right now. Big Brother doesn't even give it's justice to it. It's the dumbing down of America that's happening right now. Thank you, Jesse. It, it, yeah, Jesse, you're right. And, and, you know, again, whatever happened to a house divided shall not stand. I mean, how much more divided can this country be? Uh, and it, it all goes back to education, and we can go on for years and years, but one thing you did touch upon, Ray, oh, boy, the music. Here comes the, the teary-eyed music, folks. Ray, uh, you started off with the point about you know when we go into the, the drugstores here what's you know what's in the front when you go to check out all of these little you know sweeteners and these gums and these chewables and of course we always talk about artificial sweeteners but i do have to touch upon this because i'm a fanatic when it comes to people not recognizing the dangers of aspartame and acetylfame or whatever hell the other uh, substance is there's a new one now and check this out studies back sweetener safety this is online.wsj.com uh, by Betsy McKay, a set of scientific studies probing the health effects and stability of a calorie-free natural sweetener that Cargill Incorporated and Coca-Cola Company aims to market are expected to be published today, Thursday, offering evidence of its safety, according to people uh, familiar with the research. So here we go, and uh, I'm reading this article, Ben, and I'm like, oh, well, maybe there finally is a really healthy sweetener. Uh, the findings no. are funded by Cargill and are being published online in the journal Food and Chemical Toxicology. The results could put two companies one step closer towards gaining U.S. regulatory approval for their sweetener, which is derived from the South American herb Stevia, S-T-E-V-I-A. The companies hope uh, the sweetener, which bears the brand name Truvia and the common name Rebania, I don't know why you'd go even further, but okay. will give what? them a lock on the holy grail of sweeteners. One that sweetens food and beverages naturally, has no calories, and tastes good. Sounds like a plan to All me. Right. But the next, the next paragraph looks like it's cut and pasted from a totally different article. Stevia isn't approved for use as a food additive in the United States studies over the past two decades on its health effects have logged in a number of problems from research in 1985 finding potential mutations in the livers of rats Damn. to concerns about fertility problems in men. 
Some countries banned stevia after 1985 findings. In early 1990s, the Food and Drug Administration concluded that there wasn't enough data available to demonstrate stevia safety as a food additive, although it later allowed it to be sold as a dietary supplement. Folks, you can guarantee... Now, that's ridiculous. ...that your last dollar on earth, it will be in your food because it sucks and it doesn't work and it probably kills people. It will be in your gums. Stay tuned more on that. Folks, when we get back... I'm going to have another beer, and we will talk about Verizon and AT&T now. They just won the Homeland Security contract, so nice. God bless America, police state, let's just party. Take care. We'll be right back. Hi, my name's Don Wiskin, and for over seven years I've been telling people about Cardivite. Here's Dr. John Matson, a naturopathic doctor, and his views on Cardivite. I would like to thank you, Don, for making my job so much easier because your products just make it so simple, right, to fool around with a lot of exotic things that don't work. We can just put them on Cardivite and things start to work almost right away. I've had dozens and dozens of patients with heart problems who have corrected them. And what it's doing, there's so much garlic in there that has a yeast-killing effect. That yeast is a big problem in the gut, pushes the liver heart. It also has metal chelating effect. And most of the other herbs in there find that strengthen the arteries. They help to neutralize free radicals. Your remedy is as close to what we do in our program as you can get as far as one supplement goes. It's working on the gut. It's working on the liver. It's working on the arteries. What more can you ask for? To learn more, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit our website at heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. Times are tough right now, but there are a lot of different ways to get ourselves out of this mess. Providing for our own food, water, and power are a good start. As you may have heard by now, Ken Solar has been configuring alternative energy packages for over a decade. One of Ken's most popular items right now is the new solar-powered generator. For a lot less than you'd expect, this portable system can chop up nearly a third of your electric bill. Getting yourself onto solar power is one of the most liberating things you can do for yourself and your family. The solar-powered generator will run your lights, fan, electric blanket, your refrigerator, and a whole slew of household items. Visit Ken's website at kensolar.com for free downloads, free videos and how-tos, and, of course, the new solar-powered generator. Enter the GCN coupon code during your order and save an additional 10%. Get a solar-powered generator now from kensolar.com. That's kensolar.com. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. 
Remember, remember the 5th of November. I'm Ron Paul, and you're listening to We the People Radio Network. Welcome back, folks. Animal Farm Radio Show. So glad you can join us tonight. We're really having a great time talking about things, corrupt government and injustice. Yes. Uh, This one, you know, it is what it is. Verizon and AT&T win Homeland Security contracts. Verizon Business, a unit of number two U.S. telephone service provider, Verizon Communications, Inc., uh, said on Wednesday it has won a contract with the U.S. Department of Homeland Security worth around $678.5 million over 10 years. Verizon Business said it will provide Internet Protocol, or IP, and security services as well as emergency communication services to help the department respond quickly to disasters. Verizon was the primary winner of the 10-year, $20 billion contract to provide a full range of telecommunications and related network services to the federal government, which, of course, much controversy surrounding that. No right. doubt they'll, uh, no <laughs> doubt they'll be sharing some special information. <laughs> Looks like I have to change over to Sprint. Huh? Verizon said it will help the 22 agencies that are the part of the department combine their separate networks onto a common IP network. So, I mean, they're openly saying that they're going to help the government here. So, hey, that's great. Yeah! Have you internet? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one yet. Uh, All right, that folks. one's new. That's fresh off of the new South Park, huh? That, I guess, yes. I believe so. I guess so. Folks, once again, number to call in, 512-646-1984. Back to your phone calls. Judy in New York, fellow New York. What's up, Judy? Oh, not much. Um, I just want to correct you. I don't know where you got your information on the stevia, but that's not right. Stevia is a okay. plant, and it's... It, it's not harmful at all. What happened with stevia is that NutraSweet got the FDA to go and raid all the stevia plants because they're selling it as a sweetener. So they, they took all the stevia cookbooks, all the stevia, they burned everything, confiscated everything and banned it. And then um, the organic people bought them, and they got it where they could at least sell it as a supplement. Yeah, I think that's what's going on here, Judy. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what's going on here. From what I understand, what the study was saying here in the story, the Wall Street Journal published this one here, is that it, it was, it's been around for a long time, of course, but again, um, this, the reason why I first mentioned the article is because it seemed like there was two different tales going on here. One of them was saying that this, this, this uh, sweetener could be like the, the miracle sweetener, because again, aspartame has so many problems surrounding that, and even Splenda. Oh, I see. aspartame is. Yeah, and, and even Splenda seems to have a couple of dirty things around it. So it just well, it, it dawned on me. I'm sorry. Splenda is chlorine. <laughs> yeah, you know, Damn, and, really? and, and listen, and I've drank both. I've drank, I've drank my share of aspartame, not knowing, and I've certainly drank my share of Splenda. I used to love those fruit two o things uh, until you know until I realized until I started reading some things on it, some studies. Um, and again, I'm I'm not even saying that stevia is necessarily a bad thing. It just seemed like this the first three paragraphs of this story was it was really it was getting my attention here. I was like, wow, finally, because I want to know what sweetener is going to be safe as a safe alternative. Um, but then I was reading that, you know, since 1985, the studies were being done here. Um, it isn't, it's not approved for food use. It's not approved as a food additive in the United States. So yeah, um, You have to look at that who has to approve it. It has to but, be the FDA. They're not going to approve yeah. something that doesn't cause tooth decay, that diabetics can, can drink, that will help their diabetes. I mean, mm-hmm. this thing has so many health benefits to it. They've been using it in Japan and everything. 
for the past 30 right. years. And, yeah, I mean, I don't think, yeah, go ahead. And and they have, you know, the longest longevity. I mean, they put it in their gum, their candy, their ice cream. They put it in everything. As a matter of fact, I forget which one. It's Coke or Pepsi. They're trying to get it um, in, in their products in the United States right now. Yeah, I mean, there's no question that the diet uh, beverage industry is uh, is humongous. I mean, if you just go around, you know, just travel, and you literally see people that are hooked on diet soda. And, again, all diet soda that I know of right now um, all has aspartame in it. And, I, and, again, there's so much beef regarding aspartame. So now what does that paragraph say, Tony? What does it say in terms oh, of, yeah, of, let of let the negative effects of this? Let me just read it again here. Stevia isn't approved for use as a food additive in the United States. Studies over the past two decades on its health effects have logged in a number of problems from research in 1985 funding potential mutations in the livers of rats to concerns about fertility problems in men. Some countries banned stevia after the 1985 findings. In early 1990s, the Food and Drug Administration concluded that there, was, there wasn't enough data available to demonstrate stevia's safety as a food additive. So maybe, Judy, maybe what's going on here, and again, I'm not trying to always play the conspiracy card, but it seems maybe what's going on is maybe stevia is the wonder drug. Maybe stevia really is the wonder or the wonder additive, I should say. And maybe that's why they're not putting it in the drinks. Maybe they want their aspartame. Maybe they have a reason for aspartame uh, in the well, drinks. Maybe I'm yeah. really, like, not real big on the FDA end. <laughs> yeah, neither am I. I. I can't stand them. Anything that is actually good for you, they take off the market. Anything that is, like, they should have taken MSG and, and aspartame off the market years ago. There's so many noted health problems with that stuff. 92 yes. health problems with aspartame, you know, that the FDA has. Will they take it off the market? No. Judy, there have been people that I've talked to who still won't listen to me. They think I'm crazy. They won't look up research for themselves. And you know what? At, at the end of the day, you, you can't hold people's hands anymore, you know? It's like, look, here's the information, dude. I have no reason to, to dupe you into thinking anything. I, I'm not gaining any financial benefits from telling you to drink sugar. Um, but, again, you, you could lead a horse to water. And, Judy, I'm glad you let me know. In fact, I'm going to look into this more. I remember, Ben, a while look, ago. We, look it up. They actually, actually, you were talking about gum now, and you are talking about gum a while ago. They do make a gum. It's called Echo Dent, and it's it's fabulous. Yeah, we I think it's someone else's past really? show shows. Actually, what we're trying to do, Judy, is we're trying to look up all the gums today, which there are very few, that don't contain aspartame. Uh, I think Big many. Red. Yeah, there's there's very few. Freshen up, uh, Big Red, and I think Fruit Stripe gum. We yes. Talked, and now favorite. you said, and what was the one you just mentioned? I have to write it down. It's Echo Dent. Yeah, because I, mean, I like chewing. It, it, it prevents tooth decay. It has no sugar, no calories. And it's, it's completely safe. It doesn't last became or acylflame or whatever the other no, stuff is. No, oh, And, you know, and, and the weird thing is that the first time I tried it, usually I, when I have a piece of gum, I chew it for, what, maybe 20 minutes, half an hour, flavor's gone. And mm -hmm. the first time I tried it, I realized I was I was chewing it for, like, two and a half hours because it still had flavor. It was wow. It was freaky. Wow. But it's this, really good. You're gonna you know, it's not badly priced. It's like I don't know, I'd buy it by a whole eighteen pack for or eighteen dollars for like twelve packs. 
Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of chewing gum. I, I enjoy it, but again, I, I can't even. I can't get anything. I use I can't, every I can't single gum has aspartame in it. My now. favorite. My favorite gum, fruit sweat gum, lasts oh. for maybe five, five seconds. seconds. <laughs> Something like that. You 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 buy a huge packet with like 25 pieces in it. For About as like, long as the tattoo lasts <laughs> for 85 cents, and then you put this this freaking thing in your mouth, and it's it's just gone. It's like you're. It, it's the weirdest it's thing. Yeah. It's bizarre. I've never seen any gum like, but it's delicious. It's delicious, and you know oh, you it buy it by like. Yeah, this. I I don't that stuff anymore either, but... Yeah, I mean, again, the sugar's not much better for you, but again, at least it's sugar. At least you know what you're doing there, and you can prove, you know, you know what's wrong with sugar. But the other thing, too, Judy, is there was there was something that we talked about a while ago on a different show where I did somehow come across a, a very safe additive. I think it was an alcohol-based sweetener, but it didn't have any really oh, terrible studies linked to it. I'm sorry? Exocol, it could have been. Maybe it was, uh, you know, I, I'm going to look it up. And in fact, like, like yeah, I'm glad you called in. That's another. That's another one that's that's really good for you too. I mean, these are these yeah. are plants. These are plants. Sure. I mean, yeah. And, and I mean, listen, we all know that there's, I'm sure, a hundred different ways to sweeten something without putting chemicals that rot your brain and cause cancer and, and death and rats and tumors. But uh, first of all, Judy, thanks. You know, thanks for the call. I'm not gonna let you go yet. I want you to, if you get a chance, if you can post some of the information on our forums, because the more information about this, I, I have the better. And I, and I got to step up my game and just try to look up these things because it's it's enough to talk about problems, but it's you know we have to talk about solutions. So I'm glad you you stepped up and and gave us information. So animalfarmshow.com is the website. There's a forums button top right, or you could just info at animalfarmshow.com. Let us know if you wouldn't mind. Anything else on your mind? Um, not that. I just want really no, because I heard you say something about Stevie, and it's like I know it's not true because I I research everything to death. Sure. You know, no, that's just, great. And I, I was just I was kind of more venting about the FDA about how oh, if it no, was bad, then they would the put FDA. it in. The FDA is. I mean. I wonder who was. I found out who was behind that study of the marijuana, which. Oh my God! I, you know in my, in my, in my yeah. smoking days, twenty-five years ago, I, I did all my friends smoke. Nobody was. Nobody wanted to commit suicide. Nobody was depressed. Everybody was happy. It, it's a yeah. bogus study. Judy, I don't it's, other, it's it, other nonsense. It, it, listen, it's utter nonsense. And again, even if it is true, even if it is true, if the study has any truth to it whatsoever, we know that the FDA and the government collusion, you know, the collusion between the two, um, they're releasing drugs. They're, they're allowing drugs into our country from China that are infected with all kinds of weird things, and they're killing Those Americans, and they're not even fixing the problem. Yeah. So, you know, well, I mean, in contradiction regard, all over the place Absolutely, and, and in regards to that, uh, um, the, the marijuana, we came out with that huge study that was the biggest study of its kind, actually, sure. that showed that not only is, is marijuana not bad for you, but it's actually good for you in some way and coats your lungs. It's got medicinal purposes, for Christ's sake. It's, it doesn't kill anybody, at least. It's incredible. More ridiculousness when we get back. <sighs> Animalfarmshow.com. Um, stay tuned, folks. I don't smoke marijuana. It makes me paranoid, but I think it should be legalized. George Washington smoked it, and it has thousands. It's a miracle drug, much bigger than aspirin. Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation, and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. 
It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Cocoa Mojo. Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts. Survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard-to-find objects like real-world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-M-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. Add a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36, or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. Great host, great topics, brief speech at its best. This is We the People Radio Network. Get up, stand up, stand up for your Welcome back to the Animal Farm, ladies and gentlemen. I have this article from Media Matters. They put out a major study. I guess they started it when the New York Times came out with that big expo about how the military generals were taking orders from the Pentagon, then putting it on the TV and trying to get everybody trumped up for war. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Media Matters did a big study on this and uh, found out that uh, the generals that were on the television were quoted 4,500 times on broadcasts. Uh, between NPR and these, and these were the number of uh, appearances. Uh, David L. Grange had 921 appearances on CNN. Um, CNN had a lot of news. Uh, Donald W. Shepard, 713. Barry McCaffrey, everybody knows him, 642 on NBC, MSNBC, CNBC. 
Um, so they basically just hired a bunch of these guys, and it covers all the networks. I, I highly suggest somebody or everybody checks, check this out. Um, it's on MediaMatters.com, and the title of it is Military Analysts Named in Times Expose Appeared or Were Quoted More Than 4,500 Times on Broadcast, Nets, Cable, and NPR. Yeah, I mean, look, in my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. Thank you, George. And I was just going to say, George, that uh, I mean, listen, I, I unfortunately I do watch Fox News regularly. I try to watch CNN, and, and it doesn't take uh, a year of experience to see the same folks. And I'm not just talking about yeah. like the roundtable Brit Hume losers. I'm talking about the you know every night it's the same pundit. Mm-hmm. Every other night it's the same pundit on Fox touting the same thing and really it could be any subject it could be you know sexual subjects it could be drugs it could be education it's always these same people with these same uh you know totally spun out theories and points of view so yeah it doesn't take much to really realize that you know we're not getting any real news from these major outlets it's yeah. just not it's just filler it's like a just like a never-ending nightclub dance it's just ridiculous mm-hmm. it is yeah well i have uh you know changing changing the subject i am a, a libertarian not in the sense of I'm part of the Libertarian Party, but right, right. I'm a libertarian in idealism, and, and my philosophy is very libertarian. Um, so I think this article is good news. California Supreme Court legalizes gay marriage. Yeah, I actually, I was, you know, I know it's going to piss a lot of people off out there, but I'm, I'm very Who much for this. You know what? You should be allowed to love someone in this country. If not, then I'm leaving. I'm sorry, I'm out. Yeah, we don't have I'm enough love in this country, out. you know? So and I, and I respect your religious beliefs 110%, but just because you believe something doesn't mean I should be disallowed to love someone, okay? Get real. Do you find it hard to I wasn't going to bring it up, Ben, because I know it pisses a lot of people off, but and, and, and I know we're, we're shifting like from all kinds of directions. Now, but it's Thursday. We, 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 we have, have to. I've got to talk about this, because we've got Jeffrey from Kentucky, and we only have 8 minutes and 20 seconds. Families of autistic children to sue the United States government over vaccine length, folks. This is a huge topic. We need to do an entire show. I want Jenny McCarthy on the show. Not one of the studio, yes. naked. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're going to get it when you get back home. You're in big trouble tonight, son. You said it. Baby. Hopefully she's not listening. <laughs> Families claiming that a mercury-based preservative in vaccines triggers autism will challenge mainstream medicine Monday as they take their case to federal court. Um, this is an old article. They seek vindication and financial redress from a government fund that helps people injured by shots. Uh, i got to play the clip, and you can read it for yourself. The debate over autism and vaccines picks up in court today. Nearly 4,900 cases have been filed by families who say their children's autism was caused by vaccinations. But according to the National Institute for Health, quote, to date there is no definite scientific proof that any vaccine or combination of vaccines can cause autism. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist. That's important to know that vaccines actually help the immune system to defend the body. Leo analyst. And again, before we play it, keep in mind, almost everybody who's against the government vaccines are not actually against vaccines. They're against the contaminants that are put in the vaccines. Yes. Hello. Sunny Hostin now joins us. So if there is no confirmed link, where's the case? Well, that is what the parents have to prove. They have to prove that there is causation between sort of this mercury preservative laden vaccination and what happened to their children. And this is going to be a test case. There are two 10 year old boys that are at the, at the very heart of this case and their parents are saying they were normal. They were developmentally 
particularly fine. Uh, they were healthy. They were happy until they got the vaccine. And now there are two 10-year-old children with autism. And that is really what is at the heart of this case. Can they prove the link, the actual causation here? Yeah, so this, again, I'm going to cut it short, but the idea here, the gist is that nearly 4,900 families now have filed claims with the U.S. Courts of Claims, Court of Claims, alleging that vaccines cause autism. So again, yeah. I mean, we had the yeah. national... Yeah, the National Autism Day, I guess it was last month, something like that. Uh, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And thanks to people like Jenny McCarthy and doctors who are coming out now and, mm -hmm. and speaking out against it. I mean, if you cannot prove causation, then there's no justice in this world because there's so much proof. Every time so many of these kids just get, you know, the 48, you know, shots in one day, mm -hmm. no wonder, you know, they become autistic. Because, yeah. I mean, how much can the immune system really take at that age? But your well, turn, Ben. <laughs> you know, one thing, you know. It's a I, huge subject, and I'm sorry we have to push it over so quick. I know. I, 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 I was searching dig, as I always do. Um, I like the site. It's pretty good. It's a good site. Um, yeah, but one of the top articles was aut Internet. autism doesn't, or, or is, autism isn't linked to the, um, to the vaccines. Right. And I think that was a major headline, and, and everybody oh, inside the comments section just was going nuts. You I saw know. people was like, they were like, my cousin got got a vaccine, and a day later, not even a day later, he started freaking out. And there was just a comment after comment after comment of this. Mm -hmm. So they put out all these studies and all this, but every person just knows by instinct. We gave him Something the shot is and wrong. It's out every time later. now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and again, the other thing too is keep. You know, these Don't people sit there and tell me he was fine for 12 years, yeah. and then you gave him a shot and he started freaking out. Don't tell me that, no. he, that it wasn't the shot. Fine. And if it's if it's one kid every hundred years, I can understand it's a fluke thing. But this is now one out of every hundred and something kids now, and there's 4,900 cases today or last week now. Uh -huh. This is obviously a reoccurring theme here. It's going on all the time. Yeah. And again, keep in mind, pay attention to language. It isn't about the vaccine vaccines causing the autism. It's the friggin' thimerosal, which is a preservative which contains mercury in the vaccines. But they took it out, Tony. Yeah, I, I, that's the other BS that makes me want to just kill someone. I cannot oh, believe crap. that these doctors go on the show in front of mothers and, and parents and they say, oh, but they took the vaccine, they took the mercury out. They didn't take it out. There's no proof they took it out. There was even one doctor who said that, oh, yeah, we took it out less than a year ago, and, and, and the cases are still high. It must, must not be the time aerosol. Yeah. Don't you need a couple You're years a of proof? We have so many audio clips, but we're way out of time. Uh, real quick, Jeffrey in Kentucky, you got a minute. What's up, bud? Hey, doesn't it sound like George Bush is a retarded Hitler? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Jeffrey. I mean, I mean Hitler, was... Hitler himself said uh, a lie that is repeated quite often will become the truth, and I think that goes a long line with the vaccine. Even though if you use the uh, terminology, it's not the vaccines that are causing the problem, it's the ingredients. Exactly, Jeffrey. And again, I mean, but again, you can still, I can still show evidence, uh, so many uh, different types of evidence to people. I show studies to people, and they, some people still just don't want to hear it. They don't want to believe it, and it makes me absolutely sick. But, um, you know, it is what it is, man. Again, you, you can't exactly. Listen, and, and that's why the, the tried and true saying, you cannot, you can lead a horse to water, you cannot make him drink it. I can't do anything else about it, but you know what? It is what it is. Anything else in your mind, Jeffrey? Um, actually, it was my, uh, anatomy teacher that brought up the information about um, AIDS being a uh, bioweapon, believe it or not, and I looked into it, and the head of the uh, research project for Merck, he died in 2004, was caught on television in one of the one of the interviews that we're doing with him. I've seen it on YouTube where they posted the uh, outtakes, and he said that the Reese's monkeys he was importing illegally into America were carrying the AIDS virus, and he, they all laughed about it. Yeah, well, it's gotten a lot of attention recently, especially since Reverend Wright came out and said, I mean, not a lot of attention, but it is in the 
the mainstream thought process here and there. And again, it's all it's all nutty conspiracy theory. Nothing could ever happen. The governments would never hurt any population oh, here yeah. or abroad. Of course, I know. In terms of the whole AIDS thing with the uh, with the, with the monkeys, you got to check out Dave Chappelle's stand up on it. Oh, I, it I'm, is, I'm very familiar with it. It is hysterical. <laughs> it's beyond uh, funny. Uh, just just type in Dave Chappelle monkey AIDS. Mm-hmm. Just find it. It's just it's hysterical. Oh my God, Jeffrey! Anything else in your mind before we're, we're almost out of time? That's about it, man. Keep it up. Nah, Jeffrey, you're the best. Sorry to cut you off so early, man. We're obviously we're, we're running out here. Thank you. So many other things we want to talk about here. And you got McCain's wife now urged to release ta- her tax returns. Um, and again, going from autism to this is sad, and I apologize. <laughs> but uh, apparently, she's refusing. She's refusing to release her tax returns. So that's just great. I just love how. We, we hold none of these people accountable, these bastards. Yeah, yeah. Um, ben, anything else? The breeze, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Speeders under Florida law face vehicle confiscation. Five to ten years in prison. I heard about this. This is again. So if you're, if you're driving recklessly, as they would say, 30 miles over the speed limit, you're going to take your, you're going to get your car away. They are going to, uh, yeah, what if your wife is having, you know, what if she's in labor? What if you have to get to the hospital? You know, what if there's an emergency? I mean, you know, can't you? The punishment just does not fit the crime They'll probably be at there all. with the taser to tase the baby when it comes up. Yeah, we'll keep, you know, everything. It's all priority, you know. Now they're going to start collecting New York State sales tax on everything you buy over the Internet. Everything, again, it, it's just, it's crazy. It's When you look at the problems and when you look at what the government is currently doing, it doesn't make any sense. The federal government, uh, the, the deficit is nearly twice what it was a year ago. This is another one out of Fox News. Uh, federal government ran a budget surplus of $159 billion in April. Small than a year ago, Treasury Department reported Monday that a budget surplus for April was 10.4% lower than April 2007. Uh, and again, we're out of time. Unfortunately, we have so much more information that we just can't get to it. Either, less, either, either way, it's, it's the deficit's nearly twice what it was a year ago. That's that's pretty big. We'll get to that. More more finance news uh, Tuesday. Laura live with Charles Ratner. And we got some pretty big guests. Yeah, we're going to be uh, having Catherine Albrecht coming on Tuesday. Yes. And we're also going to be having Alan Watt coming Thursday. Big guests. So great, great week next week. Definitely chill in, uh, uh, chill with us and, and hang out with the Animal Farm. Yeah, everybody, thanks so much for your participation. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your emails and your fast flash. Once again, info at Animal Farm Show. AnimalFarmShow.com for Ben and for Pyatt. This is Tony saying, the sense in your government is as American as apple pie and baseball. God bless all of you. I'll speak to you guys Tuesday. Take care. Thank you. Goodbye.